Hey folks, before we start, we just want to say that this podcast is recorded on the lands of the Wawandri, Woiwurrung and Bunurong peoples of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and emerging. Sovereignty was never ceded. Enjoy! Was that actually I loved it show that watches the greatest movies of all and that's that. I'm Kayla, I'm old Lady Margaret of Tit Mountain. <laughs> and I am Katie Nethercash, I am Lady Tit Mouse of Tit Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Lady Margaret of Tit Mountain and you're Lady Tit Mouse of yeah. Tit Mountain. <laughs> I want to come up with a better name. <laughs> I'm Lady Kerfuffle Leaf Tulip Ass. <laughs> and I am Lady Spotted Dick. <laughs> the best fucking thing ever. Um, this week I challenged Lady Titmouse to watch uh, The Princess Switch. It's beginning to look a lot like Switchmas. Oh my god, yes! <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens here. <laughs> She's Vanessa Hudgens. Um, <laughs> let's let's jump straight into uh, the best synopsis I've ever written. Oh Actually, no. I, I'll start with. Let's start with um, when it was released. Yeah. Uh, 2018 on Netflix. Just boom, straight there. We're Your in. classic, um, just it—it it was really the beginning of the end for <laughs> for us, wasn't it? I mean, and not and not a bad end, but just like, well, this is all we need in our this lives. This is all our is lives now, yeah. Christmas Netflix movies. That's it. Um, it was directed by Mike Roll. Uh, the genre is romance and other. So Ooh, okay, not like decide. holiday, not Christmas, just other. All right. I would have called the genre romance and kindly old man who we never really get to know. <laughs> um, the rating is TV PG. Okay. So I think they're like, TV's different to movies. Oh. So you just be like, no, 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 it's just for it's TV. It's just for TV. Movies, it would be like R, mm, R18. Yeah, don't you dare put this in a cinema. Mm-mm. Don't put it. It doesn't Not belong. Not for cinematic viewing. No, yuck. Uh, the writers are Robin Bernheim and Megan Metzger. Mm-hmm. Uh, Amy Krell, Brad Cravoy and Linda L. Miller were producers. Don't you just love, there's a couple of couple of females. I was about to say, a bit of feminine energy in bit that of creative team. I'm very happy about You'll it. you love to um, see it. It's starring the wonderful oh. Vanessa Hudgens as Stacey DeNovo and Lady Margaret. Oh, double role. Double the work. Double the work, double the, double the fun, double the <laughs> accents. Oh my god, I did I did a spelling mistake. I've got Sam Palladio as Prince Wedwood. <laughs> okay, uh, Nick Nick Sagar as Kevin Richards, mm. Sue Ann Braun as Mrs Donatelli, Alexa Adiosan as Olivia Richards. Um, so she was Baby Richards. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Flashman. As other dude, because I don't remember his name. He was the was he the angry butler guy, Frank? Yeah, Frank, who had to clean all the toilets. Not his job, but anyways. (laughs) Sarah Stewart as uh, Queen Caroline. King George was Pavel Douglas, and the favorite character of all, Robin Soans, was kindly old man. Oh, what a gem! What a fucking gem! Legendary. 
Katie, I've written you a little synopsis. Okay, I can't wait. I extended, expanded on um, Rotten Tomatoes one sentence of the okay. synopsis. So oh, I was like, we need to flesh it out a bit. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. One week before Christmas, Stacey DeNovo flies to Belgradia to compete in the biggest baking competition in the world. They've done it for 56 years. Whilst there, the royal wedding couple-to-be are visiting and the Duchess, Lady Margaret, and Stacey look so similar that they concoct a plan to switch places and experience each other's lives. But uh-oh! They didn't plan on falling in love with each other's bows, did they? Also, who is the kindly old man? <laughs> Um, Kayla Rudd, I I am an idiot, and I've been watching The Crown recently. And so, for some reason, when you introduced yourself as Lady Margaret, I genuinely thought you were doing a Crown bit. Uh, in which case, uh, I'd like to reintroduce myself just briefly. Please, please. Hey, my name's Stacy, and I'm the other part of this podcast. <laughs> Is the other part of this podcast. I'm the other part of this podcast. I'm from Chicago. (laughs) No, from New York for some reason now. (laughs) New York, Chicago, it's always Chicago. They actually always film New York in Chicago. Did you know that? I did not know that. I think it's like one of those things. It's like often like Toronto and Chicago, I think, often get filmed in New York. Anyway. Isn't that really fucking annoying though for people who like live in those cities? They're like, what? Stop lying to us. We're not New York. Um, ten minutes late. Got the joke. I have arrived. Oh my god, you've just gotten it now. Yeah, I'm just getting that you just got it now. Yeah, I was in. I was fully in the crown. Oh fuck! What a terrible, terrible slippery slope that you've just gone down. Because I'm sorry. you cannot compare this to the crown. <laughs> don't go there, Katie. You don't think they're both high high tier Netflix? Dramas. Uh, they absolutely are, but for very different reasons. <laughs> Two Lady Margarets. I mean, <laughs> royalty in their own way. I do um, think. I think this movie would have been greatly not that it needs improvement, but just Olivia Coleman in the back of every scene, or just oh. adding in a little. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. Oh dear. I would fucking. Or a little Diana. All right. Oh no, don't. Oh, that breaks my heart. Any anytime I think about Diana, I don't know why. I wasn't old enough to remember, but I still feel traumatized by that whole saga. I think it's our mums. I think our mums will mm. have been very invested in the Lady Di. It's Karen and Lynn. Uh, Karen and Lynn. Good on you, ladies. Mm. Good on you. Anyway. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Let's Christmas. <laughs> Princess Switch. Katie's finally got the joke. My apologies, let's begin. Okay, so it's a 75% on the tomato meter. Oh, wow, this is much higher than we usually go. And because we did the maths last week, you helped me out with that, Mm. or maybe the week before, time doesn't exist, Um, now I understand that 75% of critics were like, yeah, good. Yeah. Keep in mind there were only 12 who who did this. (laughs) So... (laughs) So... (laughs) So, so eight out of twelve people. <laughs> I don't really like the statistics. But what an eight! Over there. What an eight! What an eight! All right, now, uh, uh, out of four hundred and ninety user ratings, mm. the audience score was forty nine percent. Ah, that feels a bit better. That feels that a feels bit a more. little bit better. Yeah, you feel yeah. like okay. I know my place now. <laughs> okay. Um, but I also think because it's, I mean, it's it's two thousand and eighteen. It still feels relatively new because. People don't usually watch Christmas. I mean, they watch Christmas movies anytime, but they get in the mood around December. So really, like, it's still a fresh Christmas baby. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Much like the Christmas uh, Prince Royal baby. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> okay, so I will start now with the reviews. Great. We have from Mikel Zarella from uh, the magazine spin-off they said do not expect it to be incisive in any aspect (laughs) which is there you go it's right out there and no more comments needed i shan't have that expectation yeah as a (laughs) pre-warning christopher james from award circuit said it's a mess but it's a jolly fun mess i mean isn't that us today (laughs) tisn't it christopher james tisn't it (laughs) 
Um, Hannah Lynn from the Pittsburgh City Paper said, The Princess Switch is a fun piece of nonsense to watch during the holidays when the classics feel tired. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny because it's like... Ugh such a like a, it's not even a second choice it's like third fourth fifth choice. oh yeah like a, you know what i mean like white christmas it's a wonderful life they're all just having a nap aren't they yeah yeah exactly exactly miracle on um, 34th street they're all sleeping in the corner and who's waltzed in at the last minute it's the goddamn princess switch hello i'm the princess switch <laughs> hey, from new york <laughs> i'm from chicago <laughs> um now the critics reviews are everything <laughs> in this matter but also so are the audience <laughs> reviews i really enjoyed reading these i picked three okay um so aisha d said it's such good trash yes they gave it five stars because it is such good trash is aisha d a third host of this podcast because that feels very <laughs> on brand. aisha d We've actually got Asia D. Asia D, if right you'd now. like to. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, from Don L, they've said the critics must be on drugs. Rating this movie based on the shaddy trailer and lame poster alone. <laughs> and it's like, all right, Don. I mean, it sounds like the critics were kind of a new were mate. Yeah, it's like, have a bit of fun, Donny. It's Christmas. Tis Christmas. Every time I say, um, instead of it is, I'm going to try to say tis. tis. I like and that. isn't it? Tisn't it? Tisn't it? Um, haven't I? Oh my god, I, it's it's happening. Uh, and then Marianne, I left this in because I thought it was the funniest fucking thing. Uh, yes, amazing five stars. I wish there were more Vanessa Hudgensons in it. Well, Marianne, oh my god, uh, Christmas Princess Switch number two. You're in for a fucking treat. <laughs> They, oh, they listened to her specifically. Legit. I think they were like, oh, we've got a bit of more uh, budget. We're, we've got some still money left over from this movie. Mm. Uh, we could make a second one, but what will it be about? Looking through reviews, reviews. <gasps> more Venezia, Venezia. Venezia. More Venezia. More Venezia. It's um, what I want so in those, every film. It's what we need. We, more, we need more <laughs> Venezia. And not like... In a sexy way, because oh, Venezia no. definitely does sound like vagina. <laughs> so we can't. <laughs> we want more Venezia. Venezia. Vene- <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what that sounds like? So sorry, this is going off topic. It sounds like, you know, when you say Vegemite, and yeah. then there's like Marmite, which is so close to Vegemite. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, tis the season, ho, ho, ho. Katie, what did you think well um quite surprisingly uh actually i bloody loved it mm-hmm. ho 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 merry christmas ho 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 merry bloody christmas to one and all <laughs> i think we should mention before we jump completely into it we're doing a double feature this week princess switch and then also princess switch 2 as a part two yeah a part double two two whammy it's just it's extra stuff in your stocking yeah, and it's what Marianne wanted, more than a Jahajantinsons. Absolutely. We have listened to Mary and we are delivering. Yes, there you go, Mary uh, from Macedonia. Okay, <laughs> Katie. Not Montanaro. <laughs> what the fuck? There you go, Mary from Montanaro. <laughs> um, all right, Katie, please I also adored this movie, Excellent. so I don't even know how we're going to argue about it. Maybe we're going to argue about who loved it more. Quite possibly. Um, please do begin. What was the first thing that kind of caught your eye? Uh, so the very first thing that I wrote uh, was, what is her rent like? <laughs> um, because it, oh, it's so stupid. It opens with her business, which is in the middle of Chicago, um, but like right in the thick of the CBD, it must be a very successful business. I, I guess like I was anticipating and I have already seen the film once before, but I feel like in my head I was like, it's a failing business or like she's working really hard. I realize now it must be quite a successful business to have like a CBD storefront like that looks that minimal. And then also mm. she can just fly to Belgravia just on a whim. On a whim. Whimsical on a whim. whim. 
I think um, keeping in mind that one of the customers did say it's Chicago's best kept secret. Mm, yeah. Which mm. it's like, hey, there's a few plot holes in in this story <laughs> two, two minutes in. <laughs> Let's see where it takes us. Um, but also it's like, how how can you afford that? She did say, Vanedja did say, I can't close just before Christmas. Yes, this was my other point is I'm yeah. so confused. I love this movie. I have questions and I feel like maybe that's something that we can, we can work no, that's, through. No, that's good because you can love something and still be curious about it. Absolutely. It's the best part of a relationship is like yeah. you always want to be curious. Anyway. Exactly. Um, it seems absolutely wild to me that someone – would just pack up shop in like the two weeks before Christmas, which is like the busiest time of the year. Mm. And like, who does this baking competition at Christmas? Like, well, you will have to close down your stores to come and yeah. compete. And then also, why does she only employ herself and one other person? There was another one. Was there? Yeah, because I, that's my first thought. Was okay. Like, why is there's two of them and they're all chatting? And they're not talking to customers. Yeah. And the, it's busy. But there was somebody behind the counter. Okay. They weren't um, just in stealing? An apron. Oh, okay. I don't think... I mean, <laughs> if they were stealing, they were doing a very good job because they wore they wore an apron. So, of course, everybody's going to assume that they live there. But it could have been... It could have been Barbara the Bandit who steals the baked goods. And apron is the high vis of the restaurant industry. <laughs> <laughs> you know how like really high vis will get you in anywhere, like high vis in a clipboard. Yeah. It's like nah nah nah. In a restaurant, if you're wearing an apron, apron. it's like oh, you are, you're, you're clearly the Christmas casual that none of us are going to learn the name of. Come in here. Yeah, you're absolute royalty. Partake of our goods. Yeah, you're not royalty. You're a peasant at the same time because you're working Hasbro. <laughs> I also really, I just really enjoy this conceit that I feel like has happened in Christmas movies recently, especially Netflix, but also just in movies in general. Uh, just creating random small countries in Europe. Ah, oh, the best. Doesn't it take you back to... Um... Yeah, Princess Diaries, Genovia. Yeah. I'm like, that has to be next door to either Belgravia or Montanaro. Or what is it? It's like, what's the one Belgravia? from... Cordovia? Mm. I can't remember. Whatever the one from oh, A Christmas Prince. There's also from the Marvel Universe, they've got Sokovia. Like, it's just, as long oh as it God. ends in VR, you're all good. Yeah, it's mysterious, yet it sounds real. And they, they're all kind of just English. Yes. Kind of just English. Kind that's, of just English. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. That's exactly a, right. That's basically, that's basically it, isn't it? And I isn't love that. Just, yeah, I love it too. I mean, like... It's it's taking it's kind of like Bridge to Terabithia without the tragedy. You know what I mean? Like without that haunting haunting childhood trauma where somebody fucking dies. Now like it's like as adults we can still have these fantasy lands and visit them and be like, ah, we're safe here, we're not gonna drown. <laughs> Very brief aside, Bridge to Terabithia, I was at a sleepover at the age of like 11 and we all chose it because it looked like one of those Spiderwick oh chronicles, God. like da, 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 da. we're like, it's magic, it's fantasy. And I remember watching it and one of the girls I watched it with, I think recently like her nan had passed away or something. In any case, a movie about death was probably the last thing this group of 11 year olds needed to watch absolutely it was the first movie that i um sob cried in yeah i've never forgiven it and i don't think i've watched it since it's probably a great movie but i it burned me burned me absolutely fucking like cannot do it no but you know what i can do the princess switch ah Mm -hmm. yes is that the one that we're doing now yeah that's That's right yeah it's the one with um with no conflict if we're, we're talking about all the movies um, <laughs> that we we kind of like, we're like, are we avoiding trying to talk about this movie? No. I don't think so. No, no. We, I like genuinely, it brought me a lot of joy. I had so much fun. I actually had more fun on a second watch than I did the first time. I didn't finish the first time. <gasps> oh. I couldn't. You remember how, you know, over these last couple of weeks, Katie, I've realized that I'm possibly... Uh, you know, a bit of the Christmas Grinch oh, no. is, is finding its way into my soul. And it's not just during Christmas. 
It's actually uh, the 2020 Grinch. Has, um, <laughs> it's a year-long Grinchmas for you. It's the year-long Grinchmas. Um, and so, like, last week, Deck the Halls, I was like, oh, God. Yeah. I was already looking for the worst. And I don't know why, but Vanessa Hudgens, the princess switch, hmm. has brought me out of that, that dark, dark place. She's your Cindy Lou Who. I'm Cindy Lou Who, you who, how are you? <laughs> you who. You <laughs> And I've, I don't know why. I think because this movie was so silly and ridiculous and I was laughing so much, I kind of was like, I was watching myself. I had an out-of-body experience. I was watching myself watching this movie and I was looking at myself, looking at the movie going, this is, this is what Christmas is truly mm. about. This is the true, true meaning of Christmas is a Netflix true. Christmas film. It really is because, it, yeah, sorry, you go, you go. I was just going to say it's taken humanity like quite a long time to find out what the true spirit of Christmas is and we just weren't ready for it. And then no. in the last decade, Netflix has arrived and they've been like, hey, guys, we've all been looking for the answer. Did we think it was family? Did we think it was love? Did we think it was our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ? I'm mm. very sorry to all of you who invested in that. That's not correct. It is our Netflix special Christmas movies. Tis Netflix. It is Netflix. Netflixmas. Merry Netflixmas. <laughs> yeah, it's catchy. I've already been, is that okay? Yeah. It's better. It's better than my other shit that I try to <laughs> pull together. <laughs> Merry um, Netflixmas. I I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, did you pay much attention to the carolers that happen throughout the film? La, 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 la. Oh no! Do you know what I'm getting confused with? Oh no! Oh no! I just watched a, <laughs> just watched a video, like the last couple of days, of people from the the Footscray Football Club singing the Footscray song, <laughs> and so I was like, I was picturing picturing people in red, white, and blue singing carols. I was like, no, 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 that's that's not it. <laughs> Sub out the blue for green, and we're probably there. <laughs> okay, great, great, great. Yeah, yeah. Continue, continue. Um. <laughs> Do you remember the, the, them? They're just in the background of a couple of scenes at like the Christmas market and in some other moments. Oh my god! My favorite. I honestly don't. My favorite thing about them is the fact that they. I think the entire uh, wardrobe and everything. I think the team was clearly working very hard with quite a maybe a minimal budget, and yeah. having to raid other departments. But they just made this most incredible choice, which is they've clearly gone in and they found a bunch of like capes and like you know velvet outerwear, like very traditional Christmas carolers. Uh, it's a bit hodgepodge, but whatever. You glance over it, it doesn't register. What does register, however, are the sparkly red glitter plastic top hats that oh they God. are all wearing. And it, it's like, it's it's literally the ones that you would pick up from the $2 shop. Like I'm, I'm looking at it right now. I'm going to look. <laughs> the Princess Switch. Look at the carolers. Um, carolers. Oh my god, please, 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 please. Oh, I see him. Yeah. I see him. I uh, just, what a choice. I don't, I don't quite understand what they are adding. Oh my god, don't they take you back to like high school concerts, primary school concerts mm. where it's like, let's look a little bit fancy and wear milady hats. Wear these plastic top hats that are sparkly. The plastic miladies is what we shall call them. <laughs> miladies. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Like that is a clear example of of like of this movie that it was such an enthusiastic. Oh yeah. Christmas movie yet shit. <laughs> like not 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 shit. Like as in uh, it was terrible bad. Just shit as in like oh it's. Not- the quality on some of this is very oh, terrible. Definitely written in an afternoon. <laughs> oh my god, a, a cute little Arvo. Right, they're having hot chocks. Hudgens, uh, sorry, Vanessa's just come in, and they're like, "What can we do?" She's brought roasted wal- walnuts or what? No, roasted chestnuts. Yeah. She talked about how much she liked the crown, and they were like, "Oh, what if we? Oh. Uh, can you do an accent, Vanessa?" What do you mean? Of course I can. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's get into the accent. Please. 
we don't like because yes it's we all know super we all know it's terrible we all know that we're let's there's no there's no denying that it's terrible she definitely it was definitely an interesting affectation i'm trying to think of like what even it was about it it's very i am the duchess of montanaro like it was very it, over the it was, top yeah it it was pushed like it was definitely like what do you mean i can only speak quite slowly yeah and i think it i i think it's kind of like when you're reading from um from a book but it's not a story it's like a, an instruction manual or something like that <laughs> i you know what yeah, i have quite a, i have a theory about the her accent in this film which I, I was listening out and I actually think she wasn't too bad when she was just doing like the Duchess with the, I think with the other English actors or with all of those guys. I mean, they might be Americans doing British accents, who knows. Um, but I feel like her Duchess, when the Duchess is speaking with the English accent was definitely when it was the strongest, right? And so my theory. Wait, say again, her. So when Venedja was yes. playing Margaret. Yes. And Margaret was speaking with her native uh, British accent. Yes. I feel like that was when the British accent was the strongest. I'm not saying it was necessarily strong. Uh, Mm -hmm. But my theory is that they had an accent coach for those parts, but then when she was playing the American Stacey pretending to be Margaret, they just went, do whatever you want, Vanedja. Try your best. Maybe they did that so they're like... See, they are different. That's yeah, that's it. I'm like, so it sounds like an American trying to do an English accent. I don't I don't think the accent was good at all. <laughs> it's so You'll note I don't think I said it was good. Fair, fair. You said it was slightly it was slightly better than Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll take that. I'll take that. Just because like it was it wasn't great. But then it also wasn't one of those things where I noticed. I mean, I noticed it the whole time, but it wasn't off-putting enough to stop the TV. Like, you know when there is something that is visceral in the sense Mm. of, like, it crawls under your skin? Um, This wasn't happening for, like, for me hearing her do that accent. If anything, it made me love it more. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think there were so many other things that I was distracted by. Like what? Like, like the fact that like Olivia Richards, mm. I every time she was on, like maybe it's a very healthy relationship that she's like, hey, my dad is more than just a dad. <laughs> but the fact that she was like, hey, dad, you should get on with someone. Go on. <laughs> I'm just like, what are you doing? I don't, I've never understood it. I feel like you see it in movies a lot where the child is just so invested in watching their parent kiss. Yeah. And I just and like, I, I, my parents have a very wonderful and loving relationship and I've seen them kiss, but I don't ever just like stare at it and like cheer. I'm not watching going, yes, thank you. This I, is what I've always wanted to see. I mean, in saying that, <laughs> I think I would do that. Just to be a shithead. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, wow, wow. <laughs> Is this how I was made? <laughs> Mum and Dad! <laughs> I love it. And then I'd be like, no, seriously, you guys are so cute together. I'm like, oh, keep kissing. <laughs> they're getting a divorce because of me. Because <laughs> they're like, Taylor, we just. That. <laughs> we just can't be together now. <laughs> <laughs> You've ruined it for us, and it is explicitly your fault. um yeah I know but like I I know what you mean because it seems like almost a hallmark thing for Christmas movies especially but especially like um romance Mm. movies that are for a kind of a younger audience where the child is so invested in in watching their parent fall in love and I really like I wonder what the fuck that is about because a kid kind of just wants all the attention on them right like yeah I mean my my parents have been together my whole life so I don't know what Mm. it's like to have a single parent that's true I don't either but I also know when I was like a teenager uh, my life solely revolved around me and whatever I was reading on crack.com and so Mm. 
I feel like I had a very um, closed childhood in a sense of I never like especially the online world and anything else like my my childhood was very kind of suburban <laughs> and sporty like life-saving football swimming yeah so your teenage life just revolved around you and your sports and mine revolved around me and the internet it did not revolve <laughs> around the love lives of our parents <laughs> <laughs> basically what we're both trying to say is we didn't give a shit about our parents. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. We just wanted to do sport and go on the internet. <laughs> that's all I wanted. Literally, it's that's all, it. All I needed. And it's still, it's still all I wanted. That's it's still all, all I, I need. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so it was just really interesting, again, watching that. And I think because now we're doing this podcast, I'm finally kind of trying to filter out my thoughts about why kids are so obsessed with, with like, <laughs> Their parents, like, are they trying to, the people trying to kind of like, I don't know, brainwash children? Okay, this is about kind of being a bit critical. Maybe they're trying to be like, hey, kids, this is what, you know, you should be looking for when you're older. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's the evil voice in their head being like, this is life for you. You grow up, you get married, you fall in love. That's it. That's it. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. This is what it looks like. This is what you got to do. I found it just wild that she sits on Santa's lap and he's like, what do you want? And she's like, I want a new mum. Oh, fucking hell. Woof. Ooh. I mean, we don't have a mum. I know. We don't meet her mum, but she's not dead. No, she's she's not dead. She left. Like she left. And for all intents and purposes, Stacy as her godmother is seemingly a really important and wonderful like figure in her life. Yeah, like when what she you- when she wants to get something, like when she's uh, like negotiating with uh, Margaret on their deal, what she asks for is that mm. um, Olivia be able to study ballet. So it's like she's clearly quite a maternal figure in her life, or at least like mm. an older um, person who's like been there forever. Why yeah, do you need? Exactly. A, why do you need a new mum, Olivia? What, but like, what does she mean by new mum? Because like, essentially what, what you've just said is like, Stacey is like a mother figure. Yeah. Does she mean she wants an exact replica clone of her mum? It's the only conclusion I can draw. <laughs> and I mean, Santa, I think has been working on cloning technology for quite some time now, but I don't know if he'd be able to whip it up that quickly. I mean, it's not that long before Christmas. Mm. Like, that's a Fucking wish for hell. next year. Come on. And But he did say he gave that open-ended promise of, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you just fucking wish that, like, Santa was a bit of a tease like that in, in all movies rather than being like, aha, wink, wink. He's just like, I can't promise anything. I can't so. promise you anything. Like, I'll do, I'll, I'll do me best or, like, I'll try a bit. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that, like, any kind of um, mall Santa has to uh, abide by the whole, like, they can't say yes. They can't yeah. say, I'll definitely get you a pony or a Barbie or a Hot Wheels. Um, it's just like, well, thanks for telling me. Yeah, I've yeah, exactly. I've heard your request and maybe you get it. And you just look at the parents and they're just vigorously shaking their heads and being like, no, 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 this, no, no, this, no, is, no. this is not happening. Our child is an absolute shit. They're not getting <laughs> they anything. They will be getting coal. I reckon that's like Santa is almost that next level up from a teddy bear that doesn't speak. You know, when you talk <laughs> to your teddy bear when you're young, and you're like, you understand me, you get everything. <laughs> it's like if that teddy bear came to life, it would have like, it would answer much like Santa does going, ah, okay, <laughs> I don't have enough. I don't have enough uh, knowledge about the world and experience about you <laughs> to make any promises. <laughs> is that why he does his ho ho ho's all the time? Yeah, he's like, oh, like, oh my god, oh, 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 I'm not equipped for this. <laughs> I'm in hell. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's very good. Um, so, so let's like go through a bit of the story Please. even though i did a fantastic summary Incredible. so we've got her flying to belgradia apparently all of everything's like paid for it's all good um she does this switch switcheroonie mm-hmm. um 
Then they are like, oh, the prince is going to be out, so you'll be fine. He stays. That's fine. They fall in love. Kevin That's falls fine. in love with with uh, Lady Margaret. Yep. Everybody's pretty chill about it. There's kind of no major consequences. There's a – does that like – it makes sense, right? There's no massive – There's like no, no real conflict in the film – yeah. Because there's no one like they try and pretend that there is because they've got uh, Stacy's got a baking rival who wants to beat her in the competition, but that amounts yeah. to, to li- nothing. She just nothing. like she snips the KitchenAid wires or something. Yeah, she does that, but then she just has to do something by hand. Yeah, and it's like okay, she's a baker. Of course, she can do it by hand. Um, and then there's also uh, the character of Frank who mm. I don't really know what his official role was, but he just seemed to follow the royal family around being real suspicious of Stacey as Margaret, uh, including taking pictures of her in her bedroom in her nightclothes, but then, and then shows the Queen those pictures because it's pictures of the two of them. And then it, I don't really know what he, what he wants from that because when everything ends up happy, he cheers with the crowd as well. Well, the thing is... Mm. I didn't. I forgot who he was working for. Like, because you know how uh, Mrs. Donatelli is just there for yeah. the Duchess. Yes. Frank, I thought he was kind of what um, Mrs. Donatelli was to um, the Duchess for Prince Edward. Yes. But he wasn't. Like, I think he was more in cahoots with King George. He was just like. That lady's acting differently. This is the thing. It's there's no conflict because he's not even like. This lady's acting differently and I don't like her and they can't get married anymore. Or mm. I'm suspicious of her and Frank, go investigate. It's none of that. It's just he looks out a window once and goes, oh, she's a bit kooky. And then the wife goes, but isn't kooky rather nice, dear? And that's yeah. about it. Like we fell in love. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't say that, but she's oh, like, isn't implied. that what? And then, and then, like, he goes, and that is what love is all about. You know, like, he's it, it legit. He's looking out the window, going, huh, I don't trust this. And then, and then she's like, but, but look, Edward is looks like he's in love, and he's like, ah, and that's all that matters. And that's like the total of the conflict in the film. That's it. And it's like, yeah, and they keep telling us, like, Christmas is about this, Christmas is about that, Christmas is about this. It's like, there are too many things that Christmas is about. <laughs> Christmas is the singularity. <laughs> I know. Because they're like, Christmas is about um, love. Mm. Christmas is about tradition. Mm. Christmas is about, like, what do you want? I think that they're moving to have Christmas be a catch-all term for everything. So Christmas is synonymous with every single thing at some point. Oh. I think they're making this move. Uh, eventually, I think by like 2054, this conversation would just be Christmas. Christmas, Christmas. 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 Oh, I just stood in Christmas. Ha, Christmas. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was very Christmas uh, of you, Katie. <laughs> very dumb Christmas of me oh my god uh, I I I definitely agree um that makes complete sense to me now they're slowly like brainwashing us and they're gonna have a princess switch three four five and they're just gonna slowly be like and Christmas is Christmas and Merry Christmas by mm. the end of it and we're all going to understand it yeah I mean the eighth one will be Christmas Christmas eight and we'll be like oh my yeah. god I get that. The Christmas Christmas. Christmas Christmas. Um, and and Venedja Christmas Hudgens will <laughs> just be Christmas Christmas Christmas. Exactly. Fucking hell. Um, I need to say I, from a humour standpoint, uh, I hate cringe. That kind of humour makes me so uncomfortable. So people being in the, situations. The what makes you uncomfortable? Like cringe humour. So right. when people are in situations that they're not equipped to handle or, like, people could get, they're just, like, fudging things. So every single scene of Stacey pretending to be Margaret and understand uh, how royal court works was excruciating for me to watch. Mm. Um, but also partly because it felt like a really painful and horrible game of improv where one character was just yes-ending everything and then the other yeah. character at every point was going, 
no, that's not right. And then oh my God. just every conversation between Edward and Stacey as Margaret was her going, oh, well, I don't want to do this. And him going, ah, but I thought you did want to do this. And she'm going, uh, well, yes. Uh, and in uh, Montanaro. <laughs> <laughs> that's so true. <laughs> Ah, uh, that's very funny. It's it is so true. It's like ah, I don't like horses, <laughs> but I thought you loved them. Yes, by like I mean love. And oh in, my god! And in Montanaro, like means love. Oh fucking hell! It's like how many times can you get away with that gag? I know. They I, got away with it at least twenty six times. More times than they should have got away with it, to be honest. I think, do you know what? I think that's why they brought Olivia in to sort of totally know her situation because it was just like, this is too tiring. It's too much. I loved the literally anytime she got caught out, Olivia would be like, uh, yeah, remember this part about your life that you're remembering yeah. right now? You idiot. Um, can we just talk about as well how Olivia really clearly preferred Lady Margaret to Stacey, who Ooh. has been in her whole life. She's grown up with Stacey, godmother, uh, dad's best mate, and then she meets Lady Margaret for two days and is just like, I prefer Lady Margaret. And it's wild that Venedja Hudgen Stacey is kind of cast as this like she's too intense she's too intense it's like are you fucking kidding she's running a business <laughs> just because she likes a schedule shut up yeah oh my god oh. that brought out the christmas devil in me katie it's like <laughs> are you fucking kidding especially around christmas you need a christmas a schedule you live and die by the schedule oh my fuck are you kidding i've got a day, a week of schedule. For so those I've who can't see, of- Kayla is holding up a literal, uh, like a whiteboard schedule. It is full. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And I've got notes. <laughs> and in my notes, it says, edit podcast. Well, that's late. <laughs> <laughs> I've even got a time where I can go to Coles. <laughs> You've got to factor in every single part. I can't believe they're just like, oh, she likes the schedule. Womp, womp, womp. Oh, what a weirdo. What a serious woman. (laughs) It's like, what the fuck? Like, fun doesn't mean being, like, chaotic. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you can have fun within a structure. And I know that as soon as I say that, (laughs) I sound like a 45-year-old woman. (laughs) Who likes staying in on Saturday nights. <laughs> but fuck y'all. Staying in on Saturday nights is great. Oh my God. And have you not ever got accidentally drunk on a Saturday night in your house where you can just legit do anything the fuck you want? It's amazing. And then you can just crawl up into bed whenever you and, want as well. And I didn't plan that. No. But it did fit in the schedule. In the schedule. Of <laughs> my two hours of free time. <laughs> Um, I think we've danced around it for too long. Please, I love dancing. I do love, I love some Christmas festive dancing, but I really want to talk about the magical spirit of Christmas man. Oh my God. Mysterious man. I reckon he was like the, um, I don't know, B grade, C grade version of Rowan Atkinson (laughs) in Love Actually. Love Actually, yeah. Yeah, don't you reckon? Because he still, he did like. You know, in, in Love Actually, when, when Rowan is, like, packing, doing the Christmas yes. packing. And then, um, oh, sorry, when he's at the airport, he's like, oh, yes, check this, check this. Mm-hmm. And then he turns around and he gives the eyebrow. Mm-hmm. That old man did that several thousand times. Every single time he was on screen. And I think it was a nod to, to Rowan. And I'm pretty sure he said under his breath, I'm Rowan. I'm Rowan. <laughs> Uh, you actually can see it in the background of one of the scenes. He is in the background just wearing a T-shirt that also says, I am Rowan. <laughs> he's just wearing a T-shirt. So he's got his... <laughs> Mate, no he's one is his... dressed weather appropriate in this movie. He's, he's got his willy out. <laughs> <laughs> he's got some booties on, but he's just wearing a Rowan Atkinson I have t-shirt. another. I have another theory. Yes. And this theory is that uh, the Duchess of Montanaro and Stacey and not the only, I mean, we obviously, we know they're not the only Hudgens in the world because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we know there's more coming in Princess Switch too. But my theory is that this kind of thing has happened before 
and it's Ooh. happened to Lindsay Lohan. That as well. <laughs> <laughs> and the original Freaky Friday actress. I can't remember her. Not Freaky Friday, Parent Trap. Anyway, it's happened before yeah. to this gentleman and this gentleman's strange relations that do live all over the world. I think there's about eight of them. I think they're mm. all individuals and I think that they have decided that their entire goal in life is to say mysterious things to everyone they meet just in case that person meets all of the other uh, all the other versions of him. Oh my god, so they're like a part of a secret society. There's a secret society of multiple mysterious men. So I'm not saying it's the same guy. I'm saying the one that worked in the palace is a different one than the guy who worked on the street, than the guy who yeah. was in Chicago, than the guy okay. who was at the They're all different. Okay, they they're called the Ro- Okay, stay. You can do it. You can do it. Stay with it. Okay. okay. They're called the Rowan Atkins at at <laughs> The fuck? <laughs> Do you know what I'm trying to say? The Rowan at Gangst sent. <laughs> fuck! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Atkinson? Merry Christmas! At Gangson? At Gangson! How do you say it right the first time? Fuck it out. I put in all the hard work. It's it's all yours. Credit completely to you. <laughs> Rowan at Gangson! <laughs> But right, I think it's a secret society. I think it's like... I think that's all I care about. (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know what that means, but truly talking about this kindly old man, I'd be happy to talk about him for the rest of my life. He's incredible. Because he is so great and he infiltrates every... He infiltrates a system. He Absolutely. gets in wherever. Are we convinced he's not part of a spy network? Oh, my God. Don't. <laughs> don't. He has a conversation with is? the queen. Like, he's clearly got some high-level clearance. Katie, what if he's what if he's pistachio? No, don't you dare. Don't I'm you just... don't you bring him into this. <laughs> what if he's... No. Pistachio disguise <sighs> And... He's finally like twenty years on. Mm. The only character he can master. I'm so mad at you right now. It's kindly old man. <laughs> I mean, an, an upgrade, an upgrade from the rest of his life. We haven't seen Dana Carvey for so long. <laughs> this is why he's just become Weird. kindly old man. Princess, <laughs> which none of us recognised him. Oh my god. <laughs> What a fucking oh! I feel a bit sick in my mouth after saying that. Oh god. Um. Well, let's shift onto something else. Yeah. Quickly. Uh. How's the cakes in that cakes final bit? Stunning. So fake. My favorite thing is they have five hours to do it. Yeah. <laughs> then all of a sudden it cuts back to five, four, three. <laughs> Two, one, and they're done. And they don't even look tired. My favorite. Are you fucking kidding? I'd be a hot, sweaty mess. I know. My favorite thing is that they're making these incredible tears. I mean, incredible is these huge no, tears. They are. They're fucking incredible. They are these wonderful feats of I can only assume cardboard and hot glue. But <laughs> anyway, the in in the story, they're these huge cakes and da 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 da, da and they're like it's all decorated. It's all there. It's like an like half an hour to go they should be just working on the outside and she goes I've got to make the filling which is like a not really how cakes work Mm -mm. like babe if you've already got decorations on it it should already have the filling and then b I'm so confused about this KitchenAid drama because the rival cut the electricity cord to a KitchenAid and they've apparently made this like eight tier cake without using the KitchenAid once and it's yeah, like not I, to mix the batter, not to mix the frosting, but you want to use it to puree berries. Oh, my God. Maybe they were just doing everything the puree way <laughs> and they just wanted to do the the berries as a KitchenAid puree. Yeah. That was the only thing. They're like, let's – maybe, you know, because of tradition. <laughs> and they're like, in the ye old times, <laughs> I, we like, didn't have a KitchenAid. I, have a KitchenAid and I don't even know how you would puree berries. I mean, maybe there's a special attachment for it, but the idea that you wouldn't use like um, a stick blender 
or like a blender yeah yeah or like something else but I no. know I just like I didn't even see any of their fucking like utensils I know they just put on a couple of fucking like bags of flour also the cake that she brought out of the oven mm. sunk in the middle it was sunk in the middle sunk in the middle it was a swamp cake mm, mm. can I say I feel a bit bad saying this because obviously we are team team Stacy in the bake-off um yeah but they showed briefly the other competitors cakes and mm. two of them were pretty boring but the rivals cake was Stunning. really cool it was like all spherical baubles like cascading what? down it was metallics it was gorgeous compared mm. to her very typical i don't know like christmas toyland nutcracker thing that mm. was boring and i was like guys it's like what are you doing because that was because it was a kind of twist on Christmas. Yeah. I mean, like, it was still, it was still because it was, like, golden and yeah. white. But, like, which are very Christmassy colours. But it wasn't Nutcracker vibes, which everybody's fucking no. saying. And it, to be honest, as someone who uh, also watches the Netflix show Sugar Rushed Christmas, I'm like, you guys, you at Netflix, you know better. <gasps> Sugar, oh, my God. I have yet to watch that. Oh, I my think God. Highly recommend I, I feel like if I watched that, I wouldn't sleep because I'd feel like I'd been consuming all of that. Yeah, yeah. That stuff. It's pretty... And I'm I'd not... want to try and make it all. <laughs> you should. I'm not convinced they didn't film this sequence on the Sugar Rush kitchen set. Oh, my God. <laughs> How good. Right? <laughs> it would have been a good thing to have a crossover in that moment. It would have been so good, Do you know, because like they had, they had, they had some cheeky crossovers, and by cheeky, I mean not cheeky at all, not even subtle. Blatant. They had a blatant fucking. Let's watch a Christmas movie. <laughs> let's go on to Netflix and watch a Christmas Prince. Look, I, I, uh, maybe we're ready for this. This is my diamond, not in yeah. the rough, in the snow. This oh my is God. my diamond in the snow. In the powdery, powdery snow. <laughs> in the powdery fake Netflix snow. Yeah. Is the moment where Margaret as Stacy and Kevin sit down and they're just oh. like, what should we do? Watch the a Christmas best. movie and it's the goddamn Christmas prince and a Christmas inheritance on Netflix. So, oh my God. Oh my. Isn't that just divine? Like, did they get paid for for doing an ad do you know what i mean like i know they because it felt like a separate thing it felt like it was you know the ads were on and we're watching an ad about office works or something yeah. because it was like legit <laughs> it was legit like, the action stopped in a sense of like what shall we watch I'm ah <laughs> it's a christmas movie tears a christmas movie tin side a christmas movie <laughs> i'm surprised there wasn't a look to camera and it's just like i watch all my christmas movies on netflix this year yeah, and then it's like, and I brush my teeth with Colgate. <laughs> yes. You know, um, oh my God, that the, was an absolute. My diamond adjacent is also yeah. still Christmas Prince related. Yeah. Which is, you've seen Christmas Prince, I assume? Uh, I, no, I haven't watched all of it because, again, <laughs> that it was Grinchmas very much, in you. It was the Grinchmas. All right, we're cleaning it out. It's a cleansing Christmas. Yeah. We're going to wipe it clean. In any case, at the end of a Christmas Prince, um, the main character uh, wears this really pretty blue dress um, that doesn't quite fit her exactly right, but it's fine. It's a pretty blue dress. Mm-hmm. My favourite thing is that this wedding scene at the end of The Princess Switch, one of the guests <gasps> is wearing that dress. Oh, my and God, it's are not, you And it's kidding? not just a dress that looks a little bit like it because it's a it's pretty unique dress. dress. It is the exact same dress that features oh. in A Christmas Prince. And I lost my mind. I wasn't paying attention from that point because I was oh purely God. scanning the crowd for this woman. That is not even... Because, you know, most of the time we've just been going, oh, this universe could connect mm. to this universe. Now they're doing that for us. I know, but I'm so confused. So the woman wearing the dress in uh princess switch she has brown hair whereas the main character in a christmas print oh my god so many princes and princesses um she's blonde and so they're not it doesn't look like they're trying to insinuate that the character is at the wedding yeah but then also but maybe maybe that dress exists here but also the movie christmas prince exists and i'm i don't know i'm i'm hoping 
This is my hope for the future. Yeah. Yeah. Is that there is some kind of Christmas Prince crossover in Princess Switch 2. Oh that's my, my that's my Christmas wish. I would I would truly love if if Netflix just gave in and created the bridge between like, you know, created yeah, a bridge, the bridge to, to Terabithia. Terabithia. Um but between all of their Christmas movies. I would love that. I want I want the the NCU. <laughs> Oh my god! It would be it just <laughs> the Netflix Christmas universe. <clears throat> then, thank you. I I was just like, oh, that's a police station somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> the net, the Netflix Christmas universe. universe. Yeah, the NCU. We could have so much fucking fun. Oh. You know what? No, I don't even want to say this because Netflix should be paying us. But then you could create like an uh, RPG yeah. game oh. about the Netflix. Like, and you could play all the, oh my God, Christmas. <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> I think you've just struck gold. Flood the basement. Oh That's my God. incredible. Can you oh imagine you play a role playing game? And then there's also like a VR universe that you can go in. You yeah. can, oh, what class of character are you playing in the NCU RPG? Because I will be playing Mysterious Old Man. No. Fuck. I'm going to play... Do you know what? I'm going to play the um, the kind kind orphan lady. Yeah, nice. Who runs the orphanage. Yeah, but solid. she's actually... I think she's an evil witch at the oh, end of it. She's I actually, like that. She's poisoning those children <laughs> so they never grow up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, please let I'm that playing. be in the sequel. Um, I I have to go to work, Katie. I think I'm going to be late. <laughs> Great. Do you have a quick <laughs> diamond before we go? I think my diamond in the rough was when they visited the orphanage. Yeah. And and just like seeing old lady orphan, um, I don't know her name, which is awful, but at the end of the movie when Prince Edward and uh, Stacey are kissing and she's got the two kids and she's like, Ugh. <laughs> like her little face scrunches up and she's like, ooh, yes, they're kissing. I love <laughs> I don't that. know why. It just brings me a lot of joy. Um, brings me a lot of joy. Do you have, do you have a, do you prefer Stacey or Margaret? And then do you prefer Edward or Kevin? Um, I prefer Kevwood. Me- Let's mix them. Oh. Let's put them together. Let's call them Kevwood. Um, because I didn't like either. No, I, I think I liked Kevin, but also I got a little bit, I was like, having a schedule, Kev, is fine. You know what I mean? <laughs> also, poor Kevin thinks his best friend of forever finally has feelings for him. And then it's like, oh my God. psych! No! Wolf. <laughs> They've Wolf. never met this woman. I really loved, he, he was, um, again, base level good dad. Yeah. Which was nice. And um, and Edward was kind of like, he was okay. So I'm gonna say a baked potato, but he had <laughs> he had a little bit of seasoning on him. Yeah. So he had a little bit of flavor, but he wasn't. It wasn't all about him. I completely agree. I'm, so I'm definitely Team Kev. Yeah. Team Kev all the way. Team Kev. Um, what about you? Like in terms of Stacey and Lady Mark. Uh, I think I was, I think I was Lady Margaret, if only because mm. her sole motivation was just, like, fucking off all yeah. of her responsibilities. Oh, my God, the story <laughs> of our lives. And she just wanted to, like, go out and have a good time. And I was like, fucking that, you know what? Good on yes. you. Good for her. Get it. Go get it. Uh, well, we don't need to do any clue for next week because... no. Well, everyone already knows that the next well, episode, not, not next week, it's, not, it's the next it's the, next, it's the next ep, so we're not going to do any reveals or anything. No, we just know. Um, very excited for part two. Yeah. Is this like, is this a thing? Because we're putting it out on the same day. Is it like, see you in five? <laughs> catch you in a couple mins. Couple, catch you in a couple Christmas minis. I mean, maybe people will want to separate it by a day or two, but, um, you know... We'll, we'll see you in a few. Maria Chrysler. Katie, do you want to uh, head us off? Do you want to say goodbye to the 
the Christmas angels. <laughs> I mean, we'll see one of you, but just in case you are taking a break, we do have our social medias, which you can talk to us about uh, any Christmas movie ever. We are a bit obsessed. Uh, actually, I loved it on Instagram and at AileyPod, that's A-I-L-I-Pod, on Twitter. Um, you may have noticed a light Christmas sprinkling in our music today, which was done Ooh. by the incredible Imogen Sigler, and you can find her stuff on Spotify and Bandcamp. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, ro. Ho, ro. Ho, ro. Oh, God, it doesn't sound no, good, does bad. it? No, it's bad. It's bad. All right, who <laughs> 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 Bye. Bye.